Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about five key tips. If your partner is dismissive, avoid it. So the first tip is that it's really important to give this person space when you can tell that they need it. Often what you'll find is that they really need space to self-soothe. Dismissive avoidance are like historically self-soothers. They, because they got raised to be that way. So that's what they know. That's their subconscious comfort zone. It's what's familiar. It's what they feel comfortable in. So usually when they go through a challenge, a tough day, their emotional bandwidth is low. They, they are feeling sort of out of sorts. They need to soothe the way that they know how. Just like if you see somebody who's more anxiously attached, you're going to see that they really need somebody to be there when they're trying to sue. They're really craving that. They seek for it. They yearn for it. And they almost feel unsettled until they have that. Dismissal avoidance are really no different, but just on the opposite end of that, that spectrum. They need, they feel unsettled and nervous and kind of flighty and not so good until they can really just like get that space and time alone to themselves to re-regulate in the ways and through the strategies that they've built out and that they know how. So it's really important to be able to, if you see that happening, if you see that they're really withdrawing meeting time alone, maybe at a tough day, whatever it might be, let them know that you see and understand that as well, because they'll feel seen and respected and like their needs are being met through you saying that, that you're giving them that space. So don't just withdraw, say, hey, I can tell you're needing some space and time right now. I, I totally respect that, you know, come hang out or give me a call back or whatever it might be based if you live with them or you're on a date or, or living apart from them, um, you know, get back to me when, when you're feeling better or when you have the, the capacity to now, obviously, you know, somebody who's more anxiously attached, isn't going to feel the best about getting, giving that space, but somebody who's securely attached will, because you're, you will have that capacity built in to meet your own needs. Not if this is 90% of the equation in the relationship, but as long as you see, for example, that, that your DA partner is willing to put in the work and make the compromises with you too, and in your ways. So as long as you're seeing that you can lead by example and, and start that process and kickstart that happening by doing that yourself. Okay. By honoring their space, by showing up to support them and so on. Um, number two, be consistent and slowly move the needle. In other words, don't expect too much too soon. Dismissal ones are slow moving in, in relationships. And I'm specifically referring to like the dating stage of relationships. They really need to acquire all the information they need to safely make a decision to know that they're not going to get hurt when they decide to be vulnerable and open. It's a scary process for them. When you have the first three months of the dating stage, you'll see that they kind of like assess and, and decide where they're at. And then when it comes to making a big commitment, a big decision, like, okay, we're going to be exclusive in the relationship, or we're going to be just with each other. You know, if, if that's what you're moving towards in this relationship, then know that like, that's going to be a bit of a process for that person. Again, this is not mutually exclusive. This is not by any means me saying like, oh, just move at their pace and don't worry about yours. Communicate yours, find the healthy compromises in between. But what you don't want to do is just project your pace onto the relationship and then get frustrated and blame them or criticize them um, when your pace is not being matched assess, have a conversation. What speed do you want to move at? What speed do I want to move at? Where is somewhere we can meet in the middle? What's a healthy compromise we can make? Make sure that there's room for both parties' needs to be taken into consideration. And what I often find is that because DAs are particularly slow moving, it's it's common that the partner of a DA, especially in the dating phase, will, will get frustrated and upset 
blame the DA, criticize them. And, and if, if a different conversation was just had instead where it was like, Hey, what's the pace you want to move at? Let's have a conversation. Let's open the dialogue. Let's find a healthy compromise. The needle would have really moved in the vast majority of cases, but because there's just anger, criticism, frustration, the DA feels blamed, helpless and, and small. And a lot of DAs, what we don't understand at a surface level is that DAs, when they feel incapable, they withdraw. And a lot of DAs, because they didn't have a lot of healthy modeling for relationships, it is very common for them to feel incapable and, and sort of helpless and get down on themselves about that and feel like I'm defective. Like, I don't know how to do this relationship thing. I'm not the best at it or something's wrong with me. I just, I'm not made for these things, these, you know, and, and it's sad that somebody feels that way and they don't have to feel that way when healthy compromises and conversations are had instead of criticisms. Um, so, so be consistent and, and slowly move the needle. If you would like to see how a DA moves in general through the six stages of a relationship, their, their pain points, their um, rites of passage to proceed into the next stage of a relationship, um, the, the frequency and timing through, through how often on average they want to text, communicate, share, um, and really understand all that, you can check out our Advanced Dismissive Avoidant Attachment Style course, which is all about the DA and the six stages of a relationship. It's like a blueprint and roadmap um, with an in-depth workbook and tools and everything. So you can check that out if you are a DA or if you're the partner or loved one for of a DA. And I will put a link in the description box below that has access to our seven day free trial of the whole school, which will give you access to that course to check out. Um, number three, don't put pressure on them. So this isn't mutually exclusive to you stating your needs um, and seeing them through. It's really important. And, and to ask for compromise and not perfection and sort of like 3B here that kind of all ties together is literally when you have a need unmet, do not be critical, be a communicator. Behind every criticism, there's like a wish or a desire. So we have like a, a need for something. But what often happens is most people won't communicate that wish or need early and they'll hold on to it, judge themselves for having it a lot of the time, unfortunately. And then by the time you do communicate it, it comes out like you never do the dishes or you never support me or I, I could use some support. And, and communicating like that because DAs are already so sensitive to criticism and the core wound that gets activated when a DA feels criticized is the I am defective core wound. So when they feel criticized, they feel like something's wrong with them detrimentally at their core, like as a person, which is a really painful thing to feel. And so when there's criticism instead of communication, hey, I could really use some support. Do you mind X, Y, Z? And you're really clear, really specific. Um, when, when you use that instead of the criticism, because you communicate early, you allow yourself to communicate, you're clear. You identify your own needs, you bring them to the table, you feel good enough about yourself that you're worthy of doing this. When, when you do this, you're going to see a, a huge amount more that the DA shows up and really meets these needs and cares. So, so the way you communicate is really, really important here. Number four, when you're stating these needs, it's absolutely crucial to be as clear and literal as possible. So, you know, instead of saying, I, I always think of this scene, which I'll do a, um, a reaction or like breakdown video about, but the scene from the breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. And she's like, I want you to want to do the dishes. And he goes, why would I ever want to do the dishes? And he's saying like, I don't enjoy doing the dishes. How can you want me to enjoy something I'm just never going to enjoy? And she's saying, I want you to care about me, make me feel seen, supported, cared about. And I want you to care enough to try to support me. I want you to 
want to do things sometimes that aren't comfortable for you so that you can support me. And I want you to feel, I want you to feel good about doing that. I want you to feel good about supporting me. Right. And, and so they're having this like huge miscommunication and it's like that type of communication will never work in a situation like that. I want you to want to do the dishes that is often by a DA taken very literally, not always, but the vast majority of the time. And so if you're not going, Hey, I could use some support. And that would look like you doing the dishes, um, this evening for, for half an hour. Um, then, then what you'll see is that through that clarity, the DA often shows up the absence of clarity. They often feel helpless and incapable, like we were talking about, and then they shut down and then it feels like, oh, they're not caring when a lot of the time privately, they're actually feeling really, um, incapable a lot of the time and, and disempowered really more than anything else. So really important. And then number five, it's really important to be harmonious, consistent, and safe in the relationship. Um, and so this doesn't mean like bottle up your emotions and don't communicate, communicate, show up, state your needs, see them through, do all the things that you need to do as the partner of a DA to also make sure that you're taken into consideration that you get to the chance to thrive in a relationship. And obviously, just like with any person of any attachment style ever, if the person is not showing up at all to support you and compromise and meet you halfway, it's not the right relationship. But the vast majority of the time, if you are doing these things proactively and healthily, you will see the person coming and meeting you halfway. And that will create a lot of harmony in the dynamic, which harmony and safety are very important for dismissive avoidance. So hopefully this makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you so much for watching. I can definitely make a follow-up video. It's more in depth about these different points. Um, so let me know if you'd like to see that in the comments below. Thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe, and I will see you in the next video.